February 2004, I experienced a health crisis that literally turned my life upside down. I had three strokes, each worse than the last. The third landed me in the hospital for six days, spending four in intensive care. When I came out, I couldn't move the right side of my face. My right arm and hand were severely impaired. I walked with a limp on the right side, and I had difficulty thinking and speaking. It took me almost two years to recover. Soon after the strokes, a few people who didn't know me well said things like, Gosh, it must have been really scary for you, or you must have been terrified. But the truth was, I wasn't afraid. After all, I had already realized my true nature. I knew myself as pure consciousness, that which was not born and does not die. When you live knowingly as the awareness you are, fear and other negative emotions cannot touch you for more than a moment. You just flow with whatever is happening. As I see it, this is the litmus test of our freedom, how we deal with life's changes and challenges. The more unconscious and unaware we are, the more such challenges will cause us to spiral down into fear, unhappiness, depression, despair, suffering, and misery. The more conscious and aware we are, the more we discern the difference between real and imaginary challenges. From this place of clarity and awareness of the present, we deal with whatever actual challenge may be confronting us, meeting it calmly and confidently, with wisdom and love. Whether we must deal with a relationship issue, a work problem, a financial struggle, a health crisis, an unfolding natural disaster, or a terrorist act in the making— we draw upon all the creative powers at our disposal to address it. We stay with it and respond to its call for as long as we need to. This is why I have written this book. If you absorb these teachings and learn to do these practices every time you experience emotional conflict, upset, or suffering, you will awaken to freedom, to the inner peace that does not depend on circumstances much, much more quickly than I did. An example of how this can happen is Juliana Dahl's story at the beginning of chapter 1. A mother of four, she awakened to her true nature just three short years after we met. The teaching itself is simple. While we are a storytelling people, the stories we tell come and go. They change. But we, in our essences, are always here. We, as the pure awarenesses that see and know, are still here, still looking through our eyes, sensing with our bodies, feeling with our hearts and guts. To realize we are that which is always present, and not the ever-changing thoughts or stories, is to be awake and free. The practice, which is also simple, helps you embody the teaching and make it your own lived experience. I will describe the practice at the end of this introduction. The first time I witnessed it working for people— was when I was teaching a workshop at the famed Esalen Institute. Esalen is an alternative education and retreat center devoted to the exploration of human potential situated on California's rugged Big Sur coast. On the third morning of a five-day workshop, one of the female participants came in and reported she had been to Esalen many times during the past few years, and she talked about a man on the staff with whom she had some personal issues. She had been trying to figure out a way to avoid him, but when she saw the man that morning, she suddenly remembered the practice I taught. 
As soon as she became aware of her discomfort, she stopped and did something she had never tried before. She became very present with her experience of conflict. Then she looked inwardly at the story she was telling herself about this man, basically, how can I avoid him? She noticed it was just a story, a thought. In almost the same breath, she saw she was not the story, not any story. Rather, she was what looked at the story. She was the lucid, ever-present awareness behind the story. When she saw this, a magical thing happened. As the story dissolved before her eyes, the emotional tension created by identifying with the story and wanting to avoid a confrontation also dissipated, and she felt freer, clearer, more here. She then went up to the man and had a totally fresh new interaction with him. Of course, she didn't become completely free after.